Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dillcast, episode nine. Feeling fine. Welcome here, Dilbutants. I am Gobblatula, and joining me is the beautiful and radiant. Oh man, you remember? Uh, I'm sure it's Chip. I was talking about myself, and oh, also joining it. me is Stuart Jeff. Hi, Shit. Stu. Oh man, I just walked right into that one. Fuck. Who is also beautiful and also radiant. I should have known because I'm hideous and fat. I should have known. Like, I should have just realized. Liz, I want to say something about this episode that I don't want to alarm or upset you. Uh-huh. But it is kind of vaguely upsetting if you let it be. I am basically doing this episode in my pants because uh, it's very hot here. Now, I know you can't see that, so no harm is technically being done, and I'm not doing it in any kind of predatory way, but I just want you to be aware that if there is a kind of a sexual frisson in this episode, that's probably why. Joining me is the sexually charged, sexually energized, Stuart Jipperoonie. <laughs> well, I mean, I suppose I am sexually energized. <laughs> Bringing sexual energy to the Dillcast since 1989. <laughs> Do you think that Dilbert has any sexual energy? Um. Well, if, if that tie indicates what we discussed, it indicates it's quite yeah, it does, probable yeah. that Dilbert is the embodiment of sexual energy. If you remove, if you sort of ignore the arms of, of Dilbert, mm-hmm. and you look at just his body, it superficially does look kind of like a glance a bit. Yeah, I can see like, what you if mean. If you add, if you take the, the legs, uh, maybe make them a bit broader, you've yeah, sort of got the head. His... You've sort of got the head of a penis there, and that's important, I think. Like his his uh, his body's the nuts, and then his little head. Uh, sticking out as the weenus. I mean, I was thinking. I'm trying more to use like technical terms. The, t- <laughs> the division, mm-hmm. you know, the line, the line, the, the the line in the middle of his shirt. I don't actually know what you call that. Where where, where you button it up? The, uh, what is that the nut divider. <laughs> the divider, the net. Yeah, like that line to me, plus the shape of his body, genuinely does evoke the head of a penis to me. Yeah. Like uh, when I look at Dilbert, that's the energy I get from him. I, I just think that's a that's a dick. That's the head of a dick right there. I think. Um, hey man, that's a dick. Yeah, or maybe I'm just thinking of Scott Adams. And I'm thinking that guy's a dickhead. Oh. Real quick, yes. I want to shout out Drone Forty Seven N, who is oh, disappointed that I didn't call you Stu Laurie last podcast when when you were doing your pitch perfect Hugh Laurie impersonation. I mean, yeah, because the whole time I was doing that, at the back of my head, I was just thinking, God, it's an open goal. When is he going to say it? I know. (laughs) Anyway, apologies. uh, I think it's quite all right. It's quite all right. I was actually asked by Sonic Yoda on Twitter if I would quickly review the previous comics that I wasn't present for. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, So I'm going to just do that real quick. Now, I noticed something else before I do that. Last episode, I don't think we gave it a a mark out of 10, and I'd like to propose that we stop doing that as a result. Forever. I don't think think we should be beholden to numbers. I I think this is about analysis, not about scores. Whatever. Um, Okay, no, no. No, Gobbert, I need you to be passionately invested in this. I'm passionately invested in this critique. I believe you. I believe you. Can you you. hear my passion? Yeah, you got loads of passion. (laughs) We're both bringing a lot of passion today. Um, And sexual energy. And sexual energy. Um, So, okay, let me just do that real quick. Okay, so the uh, Friday, April 21st, 1989. Okay, I've read it. It it sucks. Uh, Saturday, April 22nd, 1989. Okay, I've read it. It sucks. All right, moving on. We're up to date. Yeah, we're there. Yeah. Um... And today's comic is uh, um, the 424, uh, 24th of uh, April, uh, 1989. Um, I've read it. I also have read it. I think it sucks. I think it sucks. So, um, uh, moving on, from uh, back to our Rick and Morty talk. <laughs> yeah, let's talk Rick and Morty. Yeah, absolutely. Did you see uh, this week's one? Uh, yeah, I think I did. Um, is it, it, it the was one... the one that... Go on, sorry. No, 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 you go ahead. Oh, no, please, go ahead, insist. I insist that you describe what I may have forgotten. It's the one it's where, the- uh, um, spoiler alert, Rick and Morty fans, 
the episode involves bird person. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I it, was, thought it was. I thought it was great. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad at all. I enjoyed I, it. I thought it was one of the best ones of this season. I thought I enjoyed the fact that um, it felt like Rick actually acted like Rick in it, like, the, and there was a bit of more humanity than there normally is. And I know the nihilism is kind of the point of it sometimes, but I like it when there is a bit of relatable kind of energy there. Yeah, um, I feel I that Rick good. is is a little more human this season. I mean, you know, he's he's just kind of like more easily admits to liking people. I guess if if you want to call that like being human, yeah. But yeah, I, I was happy to to see him like go out of his way to, for a bird person like this. I guess even though he was like <laughs> very rickish about the whole thing. I, I mean, I, I I still giggle when I hear the name bird person because it's just funny. Yeah, yeah. He's a really funny character. Yeah. But even in the end, like even after everything, it, it still ended with that kind of like, so you did this basically for your own sort of selfish reasons mm-hmm. rather than... And that was interesting, I thought. They didn't over... It wasn't overbearing. They didn't over-egg the pudding. They didn't try and make me feel bad for Rick, necessarily. Right. And yeah. by not by not doing it so overtly, they kind of succeed at doing it because then you, you, then you project your own sort of feelings into it a bit better rather than just like, look, this sad music is playing, therefore you should feel sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good episode. You know, yeah, not I was bad. I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, it wasn't as good as the Dilbert cartoon, but nothing has ever managed to match that. He just reminded me of that Family Guy bit where they in the in fucking uh, interrogation. Oh yeah, 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 going, yeah, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> For like a minute. <laughs> oh man, those were the good ones. They were the fun. Good family guys. I mean, I'm I'm a fan of pretty much the whole thing in general, but those early ones are something different. They're very different than the modern ones. Yeah, but, yeah. But I do like the modern ones. They're just different. <laughs> right. I have got a lot of catching up to do. Whenever I watch Family Guy, I find myself at least like amused. And I know that I, sounds like really like snobby, but no, I don't, no, I don't think it is because I. I mean, I Family like, Guy amuses me. Yes, the antics of this uh, uh, Rhode Islander are quite entertaining in a <laughs> simpleton sort of way. Yeah. Oh this my fat, god! This fat drawing is funny. Um, L- look at this fat man. Did you his... did you know there was a British clone of Family Guy called Full English, and it was fucking terrible. Wait, for real? Yeah, genuinely, it only lasted like six episodes because it's British. Um, hmm. It's well, called yeah, Full English. Most, if you um, ever want to see some real horrible shit, YouTube Full English cartoon. Well, most of you guys' stuff is like six episodes, then you're out, right? Yeah, I mean, why hang around? You know, we got the, yeah. we got the point across. We got the point across. We might as well just stop. Even right. like really acclaimed stuff, like something like Black Books, is like uh, eighteen episodes, and even then, I'm looking at my watch list a bit fucking over the top, really. Wasn't the each uh, series of the Mighty Boosh? Wasn't that like six episodes each? Yeah, six episodes a series. I don't know how many series they did, but uh, three, three maybe. Yeah, yeah, three. You're a fan of the Mighty live, Boosh? Live special, a radio program. You're a fan of the Mighty Boosh, I, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I watched it a while ago. Like it, it aired on Adult Swim over here, and I was like, oh, yes. what's this crazy show? They they aired a few British comedies. They aired they had Dark Place as well, didn't they? Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. And, yeah, uh, yeah. The Dark Place. They did. They aired the British Office. Did they um, uh, look around you as well? Yeah, mm. uh, that was a I good one. I thought so with Peter Serafini. That's a fucking hello. Wasn't that one's hella was, good? Wasn't Grail saying on the episode with Grail? That mm-hmm. she couldn't, she can't watch the British Office. Was that the? That was her. Her, that was her father? dad. Um, yeah, sorry, I, 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 I somehow mixed up Grandma, her and father. <laughs> yeah, That's, he, um, he has a hard time watching the British Office because, um, because Ricky Gervais is such a prick. Not, not because Ricky Gervais, <laughs> because it reminds, because <laughs> it reminds him of uh, his own experience working in uh, British offices. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whenever I was at work, I would always have Ricky Gervais come up behind me and just being like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, "Fire record!" I'm Ricky Gervais. 
<laughs> that's that's surprisingly good. He would come up to the. the he, he was always he was always saying outrageous about comments God about celebrities. Is he doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> I don't know anything about imitating. He would always come up and just be like or a little a little round headed buffoon. That is <laughs> Gobbledygooler. <laughs> Hi, my name is Gobbledygooler. It's the impression of yourself. Hi, my name is Gob. <laughs> I do the deal pass with Stuart Jip. Woe is me. Yeah, see, uh, God, not not real, is it? Not real. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's no, good. Not real. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tom Tom Cruise. Yeah. Scientology. Hmm. He's a cunt. God, I hope the sound of my cats destroying everything is coming through. <laughs> I'm not hearing it, no. I noticed nah. something interesting, actually, in the last one. You know that bit where you were whistling? Yeah, I had a feeling when you I, didn't I, hear it over I couldn't Discord. hear the whistling on my end, but when I got your audio, I could hear the whistling. It was fascinating. It was like an extra Easter egg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like a secret Easter egg, yeah. I'm yep. sorry, but I'm still amused by your Ricky Gervais thing. I thought it was quite good. <laughs> did you ever watch? Um, did, you, did you ever watch anything with him in like Derek or like Afterlife or any of that fucking terrible shit that he makes now? What did they just do? Did they just knock over the water bottle? Oh no! I hope. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Ricky. When oh, you settle I, down. I have <laughs> Ricky Gervais got, just Ricky knocked Gervais over the cat's uh, water bowl. He's, act, he's acting out. You need to give him something to eat. <laughs> oh, oh, Ricky Gervais <laughs> running about in the apartment. Oh. <laughs> he's what, if, what if my cats just were, just were just like little Ricky Gervaises running oh, around? Oh, God, you'd, you'd have to get an exterminator. Yeah. <laughs> i get on the phone and be like, hello, yeah, yeah, Gervaises, yes, lots of them. <laughs> Three Gervais, several Gervaises, yeah. They call they, they, animal control and be like, yeah, you do yeah. have permission to hurl them like footballs yeah. a great distance. <laughs> like, yeah, what the are they do, what are they up to? Let me just check. Okay, they seem to be pushing the comic envelope a little bit. They're uh they're smashing taboos in comedy, um talking about the awards that they've won now and now one of them's hosting the globes. So yeah, you, you know, know, I, I, over I, I before really he says did. anything off colour about uh I, I, I gotta admit, I really do enjoy Ricky Gervais's roasts of celebrities. I don't know. Maybe what, 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 I'm, what, what, maybe what, what, what I'm basic jokes, as hell. What, uh, you enjoy what you enjoy. I mean, I, I like some Ricky Gervais stuff. I just uh, I like his radio stuff he did with Carl Pilkington a lot. Uh, oh, oh yeah. I think I, I've seen bits the and pieces show... of that. It did an HBO show that was like an animated version of that. Right, radio yeah. Show, and it was I, extremely I, I love entertaining. Carl very much. Carl is great. I love him. Yeah, he, he's extremely entertaining. Mm-hmm. One of the segments they did in one of the earliest episodes was about it was a monkey news about monkeys going into space. And it's genuinely one of the funnier things I've heard. It cracks me up. He's describing the process by which the monkey learns how to fly the spaceship, and Ricky's just fucking. Angry, like incredulous, that he could possibly think any of it was true. Uh, it's funnier than I made it sound. <laughs> no, no, I, I believe you. I'm imagining it. I'm imagining the segment in my head, and I'm like, "Wow, this must be funny." Yeah, you're like, "Wow, yeah, it's imagination time." That's why I do when I listen to Ricky Gervais. I go into imagination time and I pretend he's saying funniest stuff. Imagination. 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 Oh no, that's a uh, imagination. I was oh, singing. I was okay. singing the imagination song from Wonder Chosen. Oh, one, how do I not get that? I love Wonder Chosen. I don't think I've ever seen all of Wonder Chosen. Nah, I, I've I've seen like maybe the first season. Oh my god, I, that's, it's a bit embarrassing because I do consider myself a big fan of you know PFFR who made it. But yeah. I still haven't got around to watching all of it. I think it's because I find it almost too intense. Yeah, no, like, it's, it's, it's re- sometimes it's upsetting. Like it's really dark and unpleasant. <laughs> no, absolutely, it's it's really tough. To, it's a tough it's, watch. It's not like something like Xavier, which is really fucked up, but it's also really, really funny and silly. Yeah, Xavier, and what, what Xavier is, is mm. like 
it's dense. It's a dense uh-huh. show with that's like beginning to end. Every single line is funny. And the episode where the, I think it was the, one of the last ones of season one where he meets his own like client yeah yeah is one of the most incredible pieces of comic writing that I remember. <laughs> you ever look seeing. like the ugliest son of a bitch I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! I, was, I fucked it up. You sound like the ugliest son of a bitch. Ah, fuck! It's okay. You're you're saving the mystery for the viewers. Yeah, you gotta see. I'm about Me, to get a wrist hair the, sandwich. The psychopathological hand you down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you slumber a cucumber. You napper. You get slapper. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't watched Xavier Renegade Angel, you really should consider doing so. It is extremely funny. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the two the two things that always spring into my head is that and the entire episode with the Ev explosion, which is one of the most incredible, oh, stupid yeah. fucking. The bit towards the end when he's driving around and just saying calmly, "Does anyone know the way to the lake?" While well, the entire like screen is being consumed by fire <laughs> behind him is really, really, really funny. <laughs> okay, first you're gonna want to get in your car. <laughs> <laughs> what a show! What a show! Yeah, this is the Dillcast where we just quote comedy that we like, which is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, Ren- Renegade Angel, check it out. One of my favorite Adult Swim things. It's great. It is a beautiful piece of art. Did they air the Dilbert cartoon on Adult Swim? Uh, I don't think, I don't think they did. Well, they fucking well should. I'm going to email them. Though I, I think at one point they aired a um, oh god, what's that other comic strip? Uh, Baby Blues. Oh, they had Baby, Baby Blues. Blues. Yeah, they had that on Adult Swim. I think. At, I like never, one I of never the early because I assumed it was points. about babies. Yeah. I don't want to find out about Baby Blues. I don't care. I don't care about good? that. Was that any good? Uh, I think I had it on. Like, I think it was. It was a pretty mellow show, and I was just mm. kind of was like, "All right, well, nothing's really happening." Uh, it was around the <laughs> same like time they were airing anime. like Mission Hill and shit. Mission Hill, yeah. I've never got through all of that either, but I love the art in that. Yeah, it's pretty uh, expressive and colorful. and Yeah, it's good. I only remember a little bit from it, but yeah. I remember the main character being kind of not that likable, though. Right, yeah. What's his name? Kevin? Oh, that was his brother. Um, I don't uh, remember his name. I don't Andy. either. Andy. Andy. <laughs> Andy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I found him kind of just like, he was kind of maybe a touch too douchey to be the main character, I thought. Yeah. He was just kind of mean to everyone except people he wanted to fuck, which was a bit like, eh. Mm-hmm. But I liked it anyway. It was Elgin. It was Mike Reese, wasn't it? Or was, no, it was Bill and Josh Weinstein. Mm, wish I knew. The Sim- Simpsons guys. Simpsons guys. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. Um. God. See, I like reminiscing about old Adult Swim stuff because that was the golden days, man. Mm-hmm. The halcyon days of Adult Swim. See, every so often, it happened yesterday. I randomly remembered the existence of Assy McGee and just started giggling. <laughs> I never even bothered like watching much of it, but just the whole premise of Assy McGee and the name Assy McGee, yeah, is just really, really funny to me. I I remember that show being on like really late at night, and I would I would be like, I hadn't slept in forever, and like. I don't know, just like this fucking ass, and it's just like this crappy <laughs> Sylvester Stallone impersonation. <laughs> I'm not doing it justice, obviously. Was, but. was it like? Was it almost like kind of played sort of straight, except for he was just a big ass? I thought that. Or am I imagining might be, that? Yeah, I think that. I think that's what it was. Well, actually, there were silly things that happened too. I yeah. think. Right, I right. believe. But yeah, he was a talking ass. I sort of tuned out of Adult Swim when they started when when like Mr. Pickles was a thing. Um, and I, hear I don't hate I don't hate Mr. Pickles. I just it just seemed I just stopped sort of paying attention because it was just kind of like it felt like everything was the same. Like everything would just devolve into like violent massacre, basically. Right. Yeah. Because they were they did like too many cooks, and that was really quite good. But it also devolved into a violent massacre, and I was like, oh dear. Yeah, I like too many. I I like those uh, weird shorts. Infomercials. The yeah, infomercials. the infomercials. Yeah, they were cool. Um, what was it like? Unedited footage of a bear. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, and the house has this house has people in it as well. Yeah, 
They're both by the same guy. I forget his name. Um, um, the, Rez- Resnick? Resnick. Alan yeah, Resnick? Alan Resnick. He did um, Alan's tutorial. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, um, do you think you can entertain the listeners for about uh, two minutes? I will be right back. Uh, okay, yeah, sure. Um, all right, hey, listeners. Uh, it's me, Stuart Jip. I know you tuned in for Dilbert Talk, and what you're getting is sort of Adult Swim Talk, and that's, you know... That's just the way of the world around the Dillcast, I'm afraid, because uh, let's face it, what is there to say about Dilbert? It's just this not very good comic made by a bigot. So, uh, yeah, um, I mean, I used to love Dilbert. In fact, uh, this week I bought a second-hand copy of the Dilbert 2.0 like, Treasury because I need A, to do the research. I wanted to find out like the story of Dilbert so I could you know, relate it to you guys. I wanted to see Scott Adams' like commentary on the Dilbert comics, so I could offer some of that up. Maybe when we get to the relevant comics, which we definitely will do, because we're going to do every single Dilbert strip. Um, but yeah, so I bought this book, so now I have this quite lavish hardback Dilbert book with like thousands of strips in it. But the real appeal, uh, the real draw, is attached to the back inside back cover of the book is a, a DVD, a DVD ROM that contains every Dilbert strip between. Uh, it's it, it's uh, it, when it started and about 2000 and I want to say seven, uh, maybe 2009. So it's like, well, it is just the first 20 years of the strip. Uh, so that doesn't account for 10 years now, obviously. But I wonder they're what that image anyway. quality's like. Whoa! I just heard a. I, just I never a left. I I was I just needed to sit there for a little bit. So just... you never left. Nah. Jeez, God. Cam, you, you hung me out to dry, man. I just, you know, you I needed to, to think for hung, a little bit. You hung me out to dry like I was a like I was a pair of pants that were soaked through from... Haven't you washed. ever heard of a podcast where one of the hosts just stops talking for two minutes because they need to think? No, I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm sorry, Gob. I didn't mean to... Um... I just needed to, to, you know, ever hear that expression... Uh, Sit there in silence during a, an audio broadcast. Yeah, I, I've heard that expression. Of course, I've heard that expression. I mean, you know, I've been around the block a few times. It's in my first radio buddy. Oh, you've been around the block ever meet Jenny? Uh, oh, what from the Fizz of the Song by by Jennifer Lopez? Yeah, yeah, I met her. Yeah, she was okay. You know, we didn't have much in common. Not She's much still in the Jenny way from the block. Is she still like even to these to this day? Yeah, because that song was recorded in like the early two thousands, I believe, and I would contend that she may not be Jenny from the Block anymore. Well, I was uh, following her around the other day, and oh, what like in a creepy way or in just like a coincidental sort of she happened to be around kind of no, in a, in a creepy way. I oh, was okay, uh, okay. I put my ear up real close just to see if she was singing really quietly, and she was. And she was, she was like, I'm still, I'm still journey from the block. And then I was like, oh, thank God. And she turned that, around. She's like, oh. well, there you go. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was just, I was, I, it's, it's no, not Ms. that kind Ms. of creepy. Ms. I was just trying to, I was just trying to hear if you were singing that song to Ms. make sure you're still Jenny from the block. That's. I all. meant no harm. I was simply trying to ascertain whether or not. You remained Jenny from the block to this day. I now have verified that you were and are. And she she said, oh, thank goodness, you're one of the good ones. And I said, I know. <laughs> when, when, she, when she walks, does she walk normally or does she sort of lope? Uh, oh... Get it? <laughs> she loves. Yeah. yeah, of course she does. Mm. Um, what, what, is she still doing stuff? Is she like in? Is she active recording? Or I mean, where was this? Where did this take place? I'd like to. Oh, uh, this took place on the block. I, I hang of, out of course there sometimes. It took, oh my god, I'm such an idiot. Of course, it took place on the block. Otherwise, why would she be there? Yeah. Well, you know, of course, that's where she's from, isn't it? So, of course, she would be there on the block. God, right. ridiculous. Do you think if she ever got executed and got, like, beheaded, and she put her head on the executioner's block, she would say, Oh, no, I know I'm from the block, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> 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 uh, 
We got jokes. This is the longest rim shot I've ever heard in my entire life. It's like the end of Whiplash. <laughs> that would be quite a funny joke. Someone doing like a, you know, uh, uh, that whatever that's called. I always forget. Uh, what is something called a rim shot or the uh, the uh, rim job? Just, just rim job, exactly. That's what it's called, a rim job. Rim job. And it just goes on for it just segues straight into the ending of Whiplash. Yeah, that would be really funny. So you've got someone doing the and it just keeps going and going, and then you cut to J.K. Simmons looking like really stunned. <laughs> I think it'd be funny. It'd be a good viral video. Don't nick it. This is our idea, and we're going to get the money for it. You tell those. Call of go to viral go to the viral video headquarters and be like, mm-hmm. hey, you guys, I got this idea, and you hand. Yeah, I got, I got a paper. killer idea for a viral video. And then you'll you'll you produce an envelope from your coat jacket, and mm-hmm. saying, see this, it's addressed to myself. I, I, I it's I got mailed this to myself. It, it's a letter with the idea written on it, and that means I have the copyright. <laughs> and they're like, okay. And they're like, and then cool. They can, can we see that? Can we see that letter for a second? Okie dokie, weirdo. And then, like, someone, these two adult men kick the door down, and one of them's biting the other one's finger, and then they're like, he did it again. Charlie bit my finger again. Charlie's. But a- it's not cute anymore. He's an adult. It's weird. Charlie's still biting my finger. Did you see that the, that really uh, hurt, Charlie. The, the, the original Charlie Bit My Finger video was sold as an NFT? So I heard, yeah. They're pretty cool. I love NFTs. I think we should do some Dillcast NFTs. Uh, yeah. Maybe this episode could be an NFT. Not fucking tightly. Uh, I'm surprised Scott Adams didn't get into NFTs. It seems like he would be right into those. Yeah, Maybe it does, into them. does sound like his his um, cup of tea. He's, he's like, I've created a new character, NFT Bert. Yeah. Cool. He's a... He's a uh, let's see, there's Cat Bert, there's Rat Bert, there's Dog Bert. There's, mm. uh, NFT Bert, I'm guessing, would be... Uh, a section of the rainforest in flames. Okay. Yeah. But with googly eyes or something. Hi, I'm the rainforest. My understanding uh. is that NFTs are quite bad for uh, the environment. Yeah, what they are is they're actually... Um, what they do is they have a big warehouse full of um, batteries impo- yeah. improperly plugged in. Oh, and shit. just get like toppled over gas cans. Oh, and Jesus. um they got like all these these dudes smoking cigars outside. Oh what? That's so bad for the environment. And then they they're also uh they got their they just got their their cars running. And they're what? playing that's so waste that's so wasteful. Yeah. Big they're... neon sign saying NFT headquarters. It's like really elaborate. Mm-hmm. That's so yeah. That's such a shame to hear about. I tried to make an NFT and then I wasn't able to do it because it requires about a three hundred dollar like buy-in. Is it? Uh, were you going to make an NFT of um, the the panel of the original panel of Mary eating an ice cream cone? Uh, yeah, I was. That, that's exactly what I was going to do. But no, I wasn't. But that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, the, this is but, the original one. Yeah. <laughs> it's different to right-clicking on it and saving it. Suckers! As a I copied and pasted this. They'd never know. They'd never fucking know. They have no way of knowing. No. Uh, speaking of no way of knowing, uh, I think we should do the the strip, the double uh, strip. God. All right, let's do it. We gotta do. It's the it's the whole point. It's the mission statement. We've got to do the Dilbert strip. That's our mission statement. Is I guess we've got to do the strip now. Yep. I okay. Guess so so uh, who's who again? Am I Dilbert? Uh, you can be whoever you like. Uh, okay, I like your dogbert voice, so I think I'll be Dilbert. All right. Okay, so in this strip, which is again 424.89, uh, the first panel depicts Dilbert uh, 
standing next to his mailbox, which is open, and he's got a little piece of paper, presumably an invitation. Uh, and he says, Great! The Engineer's Ball is black tie this year! Then in panel two, he's simply standing there with uh, Dogbert sitting on his little footrest, or whatever it's called, his little poof, as what you call them. And he's just standing completely neutral with his hands by his side, holding the uh, uh, invitation in his left hand. Why would you call Dogbert that? What? That's oh, a, a derogatory. That's a derogatory term. I thought that's what those cushions were called, like poofs, like P O U F F E or something. I'm not. No, I'm not saying an offensive thing. Stewart. It, it's like if I say I'm going to go and smoke a fag. It's not being offensive. It means a different thing. Stewart. That's uh, an no. awful thing to call a cigarette. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay, <laughs> so, pa- so yeah, panel panel two, and then uh, and then Dilbert says, "I will be renting a tuxedo for the ball, and I would like it if you could keep any snide comments to yourself." And the final panel, Dilbert directly facing uh, Dilbert facing the reader uh, on his little cushion, which looks really weird. Uh, here, like he's not drawn it right. Um. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, and then Dogbert says, "Gosh, even I wouldn't make fun of a guy who would pay sixty-five bucks to wear a borrowed pants. To wear a borrowed pants. I fucked that up. No, but that that was right. You got it right. Yay! You did a fantastic job of reading Dogbert's line. Oh." <sighs> Sixty-five bucks to wear borrowed pants. Ugh. I I think this is a conspicuously weak Dilbert comic, to be honest. It made me want to Google what I'm about to Google right now, off-screen. Uh, borrowed pants. Wait a minute. Oh, good. I'm still recording. God, that scared me. Um, <laughs> a tuxedo rental. Okay. Cost hundred thirty five. Average price for tuxedo rental stands at one hundred and thirty five. If you're looking to rent a high end designer tux, it'll run you closer to one eighty five. In most cases, rental includes the pants, coat, shirt, vest, shoes, neckwear, and even a stud and cufflink set. All right. Cool. When did you last rent a uh, tuxedo? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I I must have been a a wee lad. Oh, maybe maybe, uh, senior prom. Wow. Oh, you know, I think my folks might have taken care of that. They've been like, ah, here you go, Gobby. You you look like a handsome little devil dog. I'm like, what's a devil dog? And they're like, You're oh, like, you know those little things? Uh, get out of here. That's why I was like, I was just like, get out of here. And Don't I tried coming back, and I'm like, they wouldn't let me back in. Oh, shit. I was like, Mom, Dad, I gotta take this tux off. Walk back to the tux rental place. So that night, I, I in the rain, I walked to the tuxedo rental place, and I had to, to strip down to my undies. Oh, and be no. like, here, it's wet, but here it is, back. And they're like, okay, bye. I'm like, okay, did, anything I need to sign? And they were like, nope. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's raining. And the guy was like, sure is. The, the thing is, he, he wouldn't even let me inside his store because I was so wet. So that, Because you were standing there in your like, thong and... Yeah. Garter belt. So, at that point, I went to Seven uh, Eleven because <laughs> I was also I was not only cold and wet but hungry and naked. Uh, it's because at this point I I just decided to take my I might as well just be naked. I took my undies off and discarded them in the street. Yeah, after... you reached the threshold where the, the the clothing is really just not necessary anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I walked in and there was an off-duty police officer who looked at me and was like, "I don't, I don't even look. I don't even care about this right now." And he walked mm. out and he was—he actually stole a, 
pack of Starburst, and Seven yeah, Eleven like, guy was like, Psh. so I was like, uh, cop. It sounds, right? like that, it sounds like that guy had a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, look, can I just hang out inside here for a little while? I I, don't, I know I might we be a weird naked guy, but I'm really cold. It's raining outside. I had to return my tuxedo. And he said, look, you can do anything inside this 7-Eleven except stand here naked. All right, read the sign. And he, he pointed to a San Francisco 49ers poster. And I said... Mm-hmm. Go team? And he's like, yeah, that's right. Go team. <laughs> now get out. <laughs> so, anyway, there's a lot more to this story. I can I can keep going if you like. but I'd like, um, You know, I would like you to keep going. I'd like so to I was walking down. Uh, it was about 2 a.m. at this point. I'm yeah. trying to think to myself, what other 24-hour establishments can I... Um, can I... Sh- show people my testicles in uh, <laughs> it was that your so, motivation yeah I, okay. my my at this point you know i'm a little tired it's still raining i have no tux or underwear and i'm thinking <laughs> what can i do to pa- you know my head's not in the right frame of mind so i'm yeah like, no, absolutely of course of course anyone would be like you know anyone would be at least a little crazy wouldn't they so I, I decide to go into Hank's 24-hour free clothes and umbrella boutique. So I'm like, hey, Harold. And he's like, what? I'm like, geez, I, I'm, can I please have some free clothes and an umbrella? He said, sure. Wait a minute. And then he, he looks at my tattoo, and it's a frowny face. He's like, oh, hey. I only let happy people in here. I'm like, no, I I got this frowny face. Ironically, I'm actually a very happy person. No, I know you, Gob. You're very depressed. I want you out of this free clothes and umbrella <laughs> establishment. Only happy oh. people. I'm like, Seriously. I'm trying to get happy. I'm trying to get an umbrella and clothes so I can get back out on the streets, man. I need, I just need to get back out on those streets. Because at this point, I'm homeless. Right? So, okay. <laughs> Let's see you throw in that detail. Of course, I've forgotten. Thank you. So he's like, no, you walk into this place happy, you leave happy. Those are the rules. Read the sign. <laughs> so he God. points behind him, and yep. it's the same exact San Francisco 49ers <laughs> poster. And I read it, and it says, go team? And he's like, oh, sorry, wrong sign. And he points to the left of that sign. To the same exact <laughs> poster, and I read, "Go team." He says, "That's right, go team, go team." Now go, go team, team, get out of here. I was shaking my head like these people. It's what not is even with clever? It's like, what, what yeah. is that? What is yeah. with this guy? So um, anyway, there's a lot more that happened that night, and I can. Yeah, keep and I, going. And I want. I want to hear literally all of it. So let's go. Let's let's keep going. So there I am, uh, still naked, refused clothes by the free clothes and umbrella guy. I'm getting (laughs) rained on. Um, And I find this trail of of Reese's Pieces. I'm like, what is this, E.T.? So there I am eating the Reese's Pieces because I'm starving, I'm, I'm naked, I'm cold, I'm wet. If I was in your situation, I would, I would totally eat the Reese's as well. So. Yeah, and I figured, you know, they're not dirty because the rain is washing off the germs. Yeah, plus the Reese's Pieces are encased in an invulnerable sort of sugary coating, aren't they? Right, no, yeah, I do crack open each individual piece mm. and eat the Reese. Yeah, so. exactly. The pieces to be thrown away, to be discarded, I thought that was how you always ate them. Exactly. Mm. So... I, I come across a, a man who's like, hey, I'm a wizard. I'm like, what, really? He's like, yeah. And I said, can you tell me where this trail is leading to? He's like, no, you, you don't want to eat those Reese's Pieces, though. They're leading you to the government. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, shit. yeah. All right, whatever, Mr. Wizard. He's like, oh, uh, 
you want me to cast a spell? I can give you some clothes. I'm like, no, that's a, trust me. I've tried that a couple times tonight. It's just not going to work out. And then ma- magic clothes just, ugh, no, not even once. I didn't, I did. I just knew there was a catch. You know what I mean? So I kept walking. And yeah, like, you, you were going to end up sucking his dick or something. I, I get I get you. Yeah, he's he's like, hey, don't you want to know what would happen if I gave you free clothes? And I was like, yeah, what, I'll end up sucking your dick? And he's like, oh, and he walked back into his alley. And then I saw like all these like lights shining and fireworks. And so I ran back to see what happened. I was like, can I see the fireworks? And he's like, well, yeah, yeah, come come, come over. So he was just like showing me all these fireworks until mm. um, the the sun came out. And I was like, that's oh, pretty, it's nice morning. And then I was like, can you show me some more? It's like, yeah, of course, of course. So he kept showing me fireworks, and then it was 3 a.m. that again. <laughs> wow! The next okay. day, I was—they were really cool. So there amazing. I am. It's—it's it's dark. Were, were they it's like cold. were you entranced by them? Were you like beguiled by them? Yeah, but not in the way you're thinking. Like no, it, I don't was, mean like that. I just me mean under, I just, they were just I don't really mean cool. that. I, I just mean like were you really sort of taken with them? You were just like yeah, that's those are really good. They were really good fireworks. They were magic you, you wizard you're fireworks. Like, you're like, you realize what time it is. You're like, holy shit, I've been admiring these tremendous fireworks for like 19 hours. And he said, hey, man, the offer still stands. You don't even have to suck my dick or anything. I'll give you free clothes and an umbrella. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's all right. I've been, th- this has been working for me. Mm. See all the Reese's pieces? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you can follow that to the government. I don't care, man. So, um, do you think the government would hook you up with clothes? Or? Well, that's what I—I I was wondering that too, kind of. But I was mainly just hungry. All right, so, right, right. I'm nibbling those Reese's pieces. You're shucking them first, right? You're removing the shell. Removing the shell. Yeah. Like going. Yeah, getting the, the Reese's. Yeah, out. getting the Reese's out. Reese's out, yeah. and. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I saw that, um, indeed, it did lead to this bil- big building said um, government. Mm-hmm. Shit. But, um, were, you, were you frightened of it? Like, did it? Was it imposing, do you think? Well, that's the weird thing. I noticed on the sign that said government that the vermin was spray-painted away, and then Eam was spray painted after the T. So really it said go team. <laughs> so I go inside and Look there the they are. The San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> I'm like, what's up guys? And they're like, God, holy shit, man. And we're all giving each other high fives and they hug my naked ass, and one guy gives me a spank, and they're like, hey, you want to play some football? I'm like, really? With you guys? And it's like, yeah, man, we're, it's, it's 3 a.m., come on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I'd love to play football. And then um, Joe Montana was like, yo, you like my Reese's Pieces? I'm like, those are yours, Joe Montana? Like, yeah, those were mine, man. So I said, all right, this is the best night of my life. Um, so we're, we're, I'm, they're all in full uniform. I'm just completely naked. I'm running around like this huge empty football field. And we're just like sharing life stories and throwing football around. And then they're saying, hey, man, what happened to your clothes? I'm like, oh, this is a long story. I had to return a tux. And they're like, oh, we get it, man. We get it. We've all been there. And I'm like, go team. And they're like, yeah, like go how, team. Do you, how do you think we all came to join the team in the first place, you know? <laughs> We've that's, all been where you've right. been, Gob. That's right. That's, that's how half of them became 49ers. The rest, I was like, hey, so what happens to people who come into this building thinking it's the government? And they're like, oh, we, we kill those people. I'm like, all right, dude. So <laughs> um, they showed me where they have all the bodies. And I was like, all right, that's weird. But it's it's completely legal when a sports team murders. So I'm like, all right, cool, cool. 
And then uh, we, you know, I said, so now what? It's like, well, I figure we can smoke weed and eat hot dogs. And I was like, shit, smoke weed and eat hot dogs with the San Francisco 49ers while completely naked and my balls are just dangling. Let's do it, guys. And so, um, uh, you know, we got really high and ate hot dogs. Yeah. And there's a lot more to this story, but, you know, I can keep going if you'd like. Or, I think um, at this point, I, th- I feel like we should consider wrapping up. I mean, we can come back to the story possibly next episode. Yeah, sure. Because I, mean, I thought it was, I mean, I enjoyed listening to the story. I do have oh, one. I do have one. You. I do have one cav- ca- caveat, though. Caveat? Caveat? What's sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. That that was true, right? This happened. This all happened, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Because if you made it up, I'd be like devastated. <laughs> like it would be like yeah. a dagger to my heart. Well, just to remind you that this is a a, a liars podcast, mm. as we always say. But that was completely 40, true. Why are they called the Forty Niners? Is that what they founded in 19, 1849 or something? Is um, they're the called the San Francisco Forty Nine because that's how old you have to be to be on the team. I think it's because there were 49 of them, so they always win. And everyone's like, this isn't fair. There's yeah. 49 of the fucking guys. Like, we, we're only allowed, like, I don't even know how many there are allowed, because I don't follow American sports at all. So, And they get to they get to use swords and guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't fair in the slightest. Well, American football is a lot different than uh, European football. I know. For one thing, you can touch the ball with your hands. We're not allowed to do that. Yeah, it's mm. pretty wild concept. That's pretty much the only difference, though. The rest of it's basically the same. Uh, yeah, everything else is pretty much the same, but you can touch your hands, and the 49ers get guns and swords. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that, those are the only differences. Yeah, they're, um, they're, they're the end boss, mis- pretty Mr. much. Mr. Mr. Latula. Yes, sir. Mr. What, do you think, what do you think of this Dilbert strip? I, um, I don't know. I, I, it made me angry that it's like, why, like, just buy the pants, you know, buy a tux. That, that's your objection that he wouldn't just buy a tux. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. I've never had to buy a tuxedo before. I imagine that they're extremely expensive. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I've only worn a tux like once in my life, and I felt like. Well, you know what? It it made me angry that he couldn't just like go as he was. You know, why not just see those kinds of things? It's like, man, now you got to spend money on this tuxedo, and you know, it's it's just like. It's like when you go to. It's like if you go to a wedding or something. It's like, hey, we're having a wedding. That means you have to spend like all your money on wedding stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like hey, I just come here to smoke weed and eat hot dogs. Like like I don't fucksy (laughs) day. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, That's right. So that's a pretty bad uh, Dilbert, to be honest. Pretty disappointing Dilbert. Um, Yeah, I'm sure the next one will be much better. I'm sure it'll be much better Dilbert next time. I just want this fucking dude to get to work, you know. You're gonna be waiting a long time. Oh no, I, I've been tempted to look ahead, but I oh, I haven't. You, oh, I, I hope you do. I hope you don't, because we don't want to spoil the plot. No, yeah, I'm. Mm-hmm. I've been very good about. Whoa, not Dilbert's been myself. assigned to a project. <gasps> Stop the presses. Gasp. Yeah. So, shall we wrap up the Dillcast? We've come to our usual sort of wrapping up point for the Dillcast, I think. Sure. I mean. Uh, Oh my god. Okay, now I'm pretty sure they did knock over their water bowl. Well, yeah. Uh, I've been having a great time talking to you about Dilbert for these um, yeah, 50 minutes. Dilbert almost. chat. Yep. God, that's all we talk about. I sometimes wish that we'd branch out a bit, but it's just Dilbert this, Dilbert that. Mm-hmm. The whole time. The whole time. Um, yeah. Do you want to plug your stuff? Do you want to go first this time? Oh, sure. Um, my comic is called Please Forgive Me. I do it with my buddy Yosef. Uh, you find it at PLZ, the number four, G-I-V-E dot M-E. So it's like pulls for give dot me. It's good. Uh, Stuart, what do you got going on? 
Um, I do a comic. It's called Merry Hell. You can find it at merryhellcomic.com. There's a new one every single day. Um, it's up to number 400 soon, so keep an eye out for that. Um, oh. I also do the podcasts Retronauts, Animani Chat, Kenneth Shoe Show, and Arseholvania. And I might add another one to that soon because I'm out of my fucking mind. <laughs> and I also write stuff for a bunch of places which I won't list. You can go to my Twitter at Stupacabra and you can find it all there. Stupacabra. Oh, you can find me at Twitter at Gobolatula. G O B O L A T U L A. And you should because your your stuff's really good. Cool. Like your stuff's it. really good. I enjoy your comics, and I enjoy your sh- your retweets of Sailor Moon-related GIFs. I love retweeting Sailor Moon stuff. So Sailor Moon if is you cool. Want, you want that kind of content? That's that's you follow me. You'll get you'll get blasted to the moon, baby. <laughs> Fighting evil with the Dilbert, winning love with Dilbert, never running from a Dilbert. He's a one named Dilbert Moon. Even Jesus, now I'm thinking about Dilbert in the Sailor Moon outfit, and I think we need someone to draw that. If anyone's uh, listening and wants to draw Dilbert fully dressed as Sailor Moon, please do. Um, I would also love Dilbert dressed as uh, Kill La Kill from oh, Kill God. La Kill. Dil what, is the, Dil. what is the name of the main character from Kill La Kill? I've forgotten. Is it actually Kill La Kill? Yeah, her name is Kill. I don't know if that's true. Is that true? Is that actually true? Um, diver- I don't know. I, I'm, I feel... Oh, God. Ryuko. Ryuko. Ryuko, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Ryuko, Satsuki, there's Mako. There's Mako. All those crazy folks. All those crazy, wacky characters, yeah. All exactly. those kills. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so speaking of kills, we're going to kill this now, I believe. Uh... Thanks very much for listening. Um, and have Remember, a wonderful few days. See the same Dilbert time, same Dilbert crime. Oh, yeah. Gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. I'm gonna take a big dump on my own ass. Go! <laughs> Yeah.